Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, I'm Janet Morana, Executive Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Just Ask Janet. Well, as many of you know, I am very involved in the abortion recovery with co-founding the Silent No More Awareness Campaign with Georgia Forney, the women and men and family members hurt from abortion, and then finding that healing, speaking out about their regret. And of course, very involved with Rachel's Vineyard, which is a ministry of priests for life. But you realize Rachel's Vineyard is just one of a whole group of abortion recovery ministries. And you know, you're watching right now, I guarantee you, Everybody watching right now knows someone who's had an abortion. And you might be thinking about, well, they haven't gotten healing. And gee, mm, you know, ever since that abortion, they don't seem quite right. Well, in our program today, we're going to give you all the tools you're going to need to help those people in your family, your friends, and your maybe in your church that need that help to know that there is no such thing as an unforgivable sin. Jesus' mercy is here for them. And joining me today are amazing friends of mine, a couple who have been in this battle for a very long time and who have developed a worldwide healing program for abortions. And joining me today are the founders of Save One. I'm so privileged to have them with me today. Jack and Sheila Harper. Welcome to the program. Oh, Sheila thank you for having us. Thank you. We're so glad to be back with yes. you. I'm thank glad you. to have you. Always an honor. Okay. So briefly, Sheila, you're going to briefly tell them mm -hmm. that, you know, you know from real experience yes. the damage of abortion. Why don't you just quickly paint that picture yes. for them? Because it's unfortunately you did have an abortion but found healing. But tell them about that struggle that, yes. until you found that healing. Well, I was 19 years old and I had an abortion and I remember the day even because it was so traumatic, March 29th, 1985. Wow. And I spent the next seven years just hating myself. I attempted suicide during this time, became reliant upon drugs and alcohol just to get through the day. And all I was doing was numbing my conscience, trying to, to make myself okay. And I couldn't find that, that avenue. Right. So I finally found my way to now, a, a now Bible don't you study. think the reason why you felt that way part of it was because society is saying we'll have abortion today, go back to school and work tomorrow. Yes. No big deal. Exactly. That's what the whole exactly. other side says. And it just made me feel crazy. Yeah, because like, oh, I there knew, must be something wrong I, with this me. This was not computing what society was telling me. Yeah. 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 They're selling the abortion like oof. That's right. Like yeah. it's no big deal. Yeah. And it was a huge deal. Huge deal for you. Totally changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah. So then what happened? How long did you stay in that abyss of yeah. unforgiveness feeling and, and desperate feeling of, oh, there's something wrong with me? How long did you stay in that world? It was seven years. Oh, and wow. and now, now that we're doing this all the time, I see that that's a really short period of time. A lot of times people carry this for decades. Yeah. But my time was seven years and I finally found my way, like I said, to a, a faith-based Bible study that changed my life because wow. it, it was, I didn't think there was any help for me. And then all of a sudden I was sitting in a room with other people who had gone through the exact same thing that I went through. And it validated those whole, that all of that those seven years. That you were not alone. Yes. And I realized this is really a thing. Yeah. I, I thought I was the only one that was crazy. 
but to hear other women telling their stories. And back then it was all about women, not now. And we'll talk about that. But uh, to hear them telling their stories, I realized that this is a thing. Other people really suffer That's right. after abortion. So now you went from getting healed to then saying to yourself, I think God's calling me to do something about yes. this. So tell us about that journey. <laughs> well, it's, it was a long journey. Well, but, if you know, if you uh, want to make God laugh, <laughs> tell him your plans. Exactly. <laughs> and it did not. Uh, well, it was. I, immediately, I signed up at that pregnancy center who helped me and started volunteering there right. because I was so thankful. I of just course. wanted to give back exactly. to them. And, and you know, what better way than to help a woman who's coming in there considering an abortion mm -hmm. than someone who's been there, done that. And you can say, honey, you do not want exactly. to go down this road. It's just know? what we do all the time. Yeah. If I have a bad experience somewhere and I hear that you're about to go do business there, I'm going to tell you, no, yeah. this is what Don't that was buy like. that thing. <laughs> and and if you can't argue. Nobody can argue it's with your personal. the voice of experience. Yes. It trumps all the rhetoric. Nobody we, can argue with that. We like to say a lot of people have opinions about this. We aren't ours. We understand. Yeah, exactly that's right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So how did we get to the same one <laughs> Bible well, study Before program? I knew it at that pregnancy center, I was teaching their abortion recovery class. I taught that for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. We got transferred to Nashville, Tennessee, about two hours away from where we were living. And I, we got involved in a really big church up there. And we, I started teaching this Bible study. And I realized on the very first night, I heard a woman say, if I could just save one unborn baby, I would be willing to tell my story. And wow. I remembered when she said that on that first class I taught in Nashville, I had heard that same phrase in all of the other classes that I had taught. So it was like that, that night, all the bells and whistles went off in my head. Like yeah. I knew God was trying to show me something. And so I started talking to these women and saying, this is what God is telling me. This is where I feel like we're supposed to be doing abortion recovery. Maybe I should write my own study. You know, we, it was like we, we just started dreaming and praying and talking about it. And before I knew it, we had our 501c3. This was in 1999. We got our nonprofit status in 2000. And it just has, it just took off from and there. so you have the book there that's the same yes. one right this is the <laughs> first book that i wrote it, it's the save one women's study right and i at first i thought I it was just that. about women you yeah know, that this was just a woman's mm -hmm. issue and i i realized that's because we're conditioned to believe that society right. well they say it's the a woman's men. choice yes it's her body her choice so the guy is pushed out of the equation that's right and, and what they don't realize is you know the guys have a two-sided story here there's the guys who told her, yeah, you better go take care of it, have the abortion. But then there's the guys who said, yeah. no, we can do this together. Right. Let's have this baby. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she goes off and says, no, I don't want to have a child. Yeah. You know, so the guys have a double side uh, thing. Yes. So this is for the women, save one. And yes, the, that's and the first the first Bible study that we wrote. And that's being used <laughs> in churches all around the world. And we were having a lot of success and, and only offering this for women. And then we had a man come to us and ask to go through the women's Bible study. So and, you probably said, oh, uh, I was uh, like, oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, what, uh, I don't know why I've heard uh, with the guy. Yeah. You know, it's pain if a man wants to go through a women's Bible yeah. study. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah. That's like saying I want to yes. come to the, the girls tea party right. or something exactly. like, you know, and, and that's so uh, counter what what guys would want to do with a bunch yes. of women yeah. talk about yes. their feelings because guys don't. Women are, I think, easier to share feelings, oh, yes. mm -hmm. but guys are usually not that way, right? Yeah. yeah. 
but he was in such pain that he was willing to do whatever. He was took. willing to take oh, yeah. a risk. Yeah. yeah. So, so and I'm so just then, curious now, how, Jack, how did you feel and in, fit into this save one equation? Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, Sheila had the abortion. We met while we, she was in that seven years of being unhinged. Ah. And so it was about a year and a half into the marriage before she told me about it because she mm -hmm. was really scared that I would reject her and leave her. Well, she must have yeah. figured that, you know, as a Christian, you know, you would think this is I a, wasn't a Christian at the time. Oh, well, yeah, that we helped were, a little bit. We were both a hot mess. <laughs> we, we were we, hot mess. You were both a hot mess. Yes. Yes. God mess. wasn't in the <laughs> picture at all, no, right? No, well, you know, no, no. I was that way too. I mean, I can think from the time I was in high school, college, I kind of walked away from the Lord too. Mm -hmm. And it took me a, almost 20 years yeah. to get back. Wow. <laughs> you so know, she, she went through the, the Bible study and she found this Jesus that she knew of her youth. She mm. this Jesus that forgives the sin of abortion. Right. And from that point, she just made it her goal to get me in front of this Jesus. So she started making me very uncomfortable if I didn't go to church. <laughs> I say, I tell everybody she was taking these classes online and I wasn't aware of it. She was taking these classes that are the, the title is how to make your husband's life hell on earth if he don't go to church. <laughs> and she was an A student at that. So uh, I was just one, one Sunday morning, I was hungover. I didn't feel good. And she said, are we going to church today? And I just wanted peace in my life. Uh -huh. And so I said, sure. So, you'll probably try to listen to her nagging at you. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. you probably figure, all right, if I just go once, I can <laughs> shut her up. <laughs> so right. I went to church and I met I met this Lord that loved me and he extended his grace to me and I accepted it and my life just absolutely changed. Wow. And he's so been my greatest been, cheerleader at, with Save One. Yeah. yeah. We we started in two thousand the Save One, the not for profit, but I, I had a business at the time, so we were working separately, but we were right. always together in this. We mm -hmm. were never at odds about this. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then in 07, we planted a church and started a church. And we did that 11 years. So she's doing Save One and helping at the church. I'm doing the pastoral duties at the church, but then helping with Save One when I could. And then in 18, God brought us together in that. He said that we're mm -hmm. going to do this together. Wow. So, so we resigned the church that we planted church, and yeah. we loved and Very to much. walk out in faith and then do this. And, you know, and that that's a big leap of, of faith there because now mm -hmm. you're you're leaving the secure income here. Yes. You know, like this it is how I'm huge. paying my bills, the gas, <laughs> the electric, the food. And I'm going to just, Lord, mm -hmm. you better provide here. And you take yes. that, that leap of faith, you yeah, know. It was because we had never, we had always been blessed to not have to take a salary from Savior. I had so, never taken a salary at that point. So yeah. we walked out into absolute faith. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah exactly. That he's going to do something. So. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell me a little bit more now. You had that one gentleman who came. Yes. Okay. And and through. so then you said, okay, well, Sheila, I guess we got to adapt this for the guys. So so tell us about the guys. Well, what's, I, diff what's different about the guys' book yeah. from the, the, the girls' book? The well, actually, book. I gave him, and the book we had at the time was pink and it had flowers on the Oh, front. I remember what they looked like. And I like. had to <laughs> give him that book and say, you're going to have to change the pronouns because I didn't have anything else to give him. So then Jack and I wrote this book, The Men's Study, uh -huh. And uh, after later on, after we had another man come through, we uh -huh. wrote that study together. Well, this looks a, so this he, looks a little more guy he, friendly he than, it up and than, made than, it than, yeah, so much than better. Pink and flowers. Yeah. yeah. 
But I mean, they, this looks they, like a guy would at least open this and get curious a yeah. little bit. <laughs> well, they mirror each other, the men's and women's books. So it's easy for a couple to go through it together. Oh, or it's good. easy to have one small group and invite anyone who is abortion wounded. And they've right. got their own book. But well, they're on the same subject. Yeah. Well, you know, and I found this because, you know, I, I've done groups of Rachel's Vineyard. I've facilitated with those. And very often, and you know, some, some people think that men and women can't heal together. Mm -hmm. But I've seen a dynamic because some of these women, they no longer are with that guy that they had that abortion with, right? right? But now this guy is here and he's no longer with the girl that aborted his child. Mm -hmm. But it's very healing for her to hear him say, yes. I'm sorry, yes. I didn't man up for my girlfriend. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, I didn't protect my baby. I'm sorry that, you know, I, I let her do that, mm -hmm. you know, or I encouraged her, or I paid for it. Yes. And then she feels healing from that. Mm -hmm. And then she's able to, to also minister to him. So I think it's like a dynamic that occurs, oh, yeah. right? Uh, I, I've always said that I feel like it's a deeper healing because yeah. you see the other side of this right. perspective and it cuts down on the man hating club or the woman hating club, you know, right. because your, your heart tenders toward mm -hmm. that other person or that yeah. other gender. So it's, right. it's really cool. Yeah. But then we started having grandparents and siblings want to go through the class. Uh -huh. And so we wrote a third Bible study called the ripple effect uh -huh. for siblings and, and people who were affected by a loved right. one's abortion, but they may not have chosen it themselves. Well, and, and this kind of mirrors what we've done, Georgia, and I was silent no more. Mm -hmm. We kind of had the same experience, That's which good. is why we developed the shock waves, meaning that, mm -hmm. you know, at the epicenter is the death of the baby, but the shock reverberates out sure. to the mother, yes. the father, the grandparents, yes. future siblings, because mm -hmm. we had the same experience. We had first women coming to regret then men, and then we had grandparents coming to us and siblings. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like once you put the word out there mm -hmm. that there's healing, it's a, you know, this is a not, you know, this is a sin that can, it's not unforgivable. This is a forgivable sin. Jesus mercy is here. Yes. They come, yeah. they come. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. You know? And we've had all kinds of people, like my two sisters grieved their niece that they never got to meet. Right. And then of course we have the grandparents and some grandparents didn't find out till 10 years later that they had a grandchild who was aborted. Right. Or a lot of times we see those grandparents who are they, at odds with their child because uh -huh. 10 years ago they forced their daughter to have an abortion or they paid for their son to pay for an abortion, right. you know, or, or something like that. They were connected in some yeah. horrible way. And so they, they come and, you know, years later, the pain is still the same. Of course, regardless of, of, what happened right. it's still a loss of of a child and it's a loss of being a grandparent or a loss of being a father or yeah. a mother and you know what i think too is uh one of the deepest uh sorrows i i've seen is when a woman that only child she's ever conceived is that child mm -hmm. she's aborted mm -hmm. because of yes. the physical damage from the abortion yes and if her mother was the one who took her or yes. made her get that abortion well now 
the, that mother will never have a grandchild, mm -hmm. you know, because she made her daughter go have that abortion. And mm -hmm. I've seen the the sorrow, the, the deep regret yes. uh, that they have for that. You know, it's so sad. And people don't realize that abortion, it has this generational effect. Mm -hmm. You know, people are missing from the family tree. Oh, absolutely. You know? We were touched uh, not too long ago. It's about a year ago. We were at a training and a girl who had just gone through the, the Save One program mm -hmm. and came out, and now she was there getting trained so she could take this back to her church and help other people. But during the training, we all just kind of stopped when she said, my grandmother had an abortion, my mother had an abortion, I had an abortion. And she said, but my daughter, she said, it stops right here because my daughter will never see the inside of an abortion clinic. And it was so incredible to see that, that yeah. the healing and the ended. determination. Yes. Well, it's and her getting healed in our took family. such courage. Yeah. And that ended that abortion cycle in, in that, that family. family. Yeah. And so a lot of times people think, oh, I'm fine. I don't need healing. But seriously, you could be saving the next generation by just stepping out and getting yourself right. healed. Yeah, that's that happened. That, can I tell you another story? Sure, real quick? Go ahead. that happened to another friend of mine too, who went through, or she's a friend of mine now. She went through the Save One study, and thinking that this is just about me, I'm just getting healed. You For know, myself, I'll and feel better. That's right. And so, at the end of the study, she felt led to have a family meeting and tell her family what happened. That's not part of the Save One program. That's just something she felt right. led to do. And so her husband knew the story, but her her teenage son and daughter did not. And so she brought them all together and, and told them the whole story. I had right. an abortion. This was the horrible thing I went through, but this is what God did for me. And now I'm healed, you know, and right. I'm, I'm good. And so years later, her 17-year-old daughter comes to her and says, Mom, I'm pregnant. And my friend Donna, and she doesn't mind me sharing her name. She tells her story everywhere. My friend Donna of course, was upset because her, her daughter wasn't married and there she is 17. But the first thing out of her daughter's mouth was she said, Mom, I'm pregnant, but I've, all my friends that I've told or sought advice from said, oh, just go have an abortion. But I saw what it did to you and I knew that can never be a choice. Ah, and see? so that beautiful moment where Donna just thought this was for me and my healing literally saved her daughter from a life of, of hell on and earth. And saved her own grandchild. And saved her own grandchild. Yeah. Isn't that just incredible? Yeah. Our healing does so much for our families and Absolutely. for our, our next generation. Yeah, because she saw the regret and pain it did to her own mom. Yes. So she, and, and I think that also gave her the courage to tell her mom she was mm -hmm. pregnant. Yeah. Absolutely. So many girls will go off and have an abortion and not let their moms know. Yes. But she knew she could yeah. go to her mom because mm -hmm. she goes, my mom will understand because she did this too. Only yeah. she did the wrong choice. I'm going to make the right choice. That's right. And she'll help me. That's she'll right. help me. Isn't so you have another beautiful? book there, Jack. What's yes. that one? <laughs> well, this one is a book that I wrote. I started seeing, we've been doing this for 22 years now. Right. And I, several years ago, I started seeing like this, this common thread throughout these stories that people were coming to us wanting abortion recovery, but there was like this common thread and it was some type of sexual trauma in their past, like childhood sexual abuse or something like right. that. Yeah. And so I started seeing this is a common theme from people who come to us and we need to do something about because 
if we can get them healed from this sexual trauma, I believe there will be far less abortions in right. their in their you know the next part of their life. And so I wrote a fourth Bible study <laughs> called Finding You, and ah. it's recovering your identity after sexual trauma. Wow, that's and uh, great. that's one of my favorite books that I've written because I wrote it while Jack mm-hmm. and I were pastoring. And he he gave me permission to do this. And I said, I'm just I'm just going to be writing the curriculum from week to week as we go. Right. Just listening to the Holy Spirit, seeking God's word. And um, so I, I offered it to the class. And the very first time we offered it, uh, eight people showed up, just as many men as there were women. Wow. And I started doing I started writing the curriculum. And then I waited till the fall, offered it again. We had 12 show up for wow. that class, just as many men as women. Yeah. And so it was incredible. So as I, they knew that they were being my guinea pig, you know, like <laughs> I was writing this and learning from them and every single week. And so at the end of every chapter, I have asked some of those participants to write a letter to the future participants. Oh, that's great. And so it, they're so encouraging. Wow. I, if I need a, a faith builder, I will read some of those letters because right. they are so incredible. So now besides these books, I know I said yes. at the very beginning that we have now Save One chapters, mm-hmm. not just all of the United States, but all over the world. Yes. Tell us how on earth did you develop that? <laughs> you want to talk about that? How did that happen? I don't even know if we can put that in words. I, I mean, know, honestly, I we, know, we right? Didn't, we didn't set out to... Mm-hmm. Say we're going to be this global nonprofit, you know. Mm-hmm. But the really cool story is the first guy that came through, Timothy. He uh, got his healing. He found his victory, and then he got transferred to Slovenia. And so when he gets to Slovenia, he's been there a little bit. He writes back and he says, "Hey, the need is great here. Do you mind if we do save one here?" And and Sheila and I were like, sure, we were like "Yes, this. that Absolutely. would be awesome." <laughs> so he had the forethought to get an NGO for Europe instead wow. of just Slovenia. And so he he did that. They were stationed there. They got moved to China. He started <laughs> Save One China, but he left it in very capable hands. And now we're in yes. 13 different countries in Europe. Just, wow. from, just from that one. From that one seed that was planted. One yes, seed. that yeah. very first man who came and right. we, we were like, we didn't know what to do with him but let him go through the class. And right. it was the Holy Spirit who yeah. just worked it so out. So here in the United States, if someone's watching right now and they say, gee, you know, I think I'd like to have a chapter at our church. Mm-hmm. What are the steps they have to take and what do they have to do? We have made that so simple, yep. Janet. We've done all the homework for you. It's three simple steps. One is to have the uh, blessing and permission from your priest or your pastor, pastor. Yep. or your pregnancy center leader. Mm-hmm. Because to be an officially recognized chapter of Save One, you have to be in a church or a pregnancy center so, or a standalone ministry. Right. Just so you've got that covering. Well, of course, you want to have mm-hmm. that covering so that people are not just doing this right. in, in their living room. Right. At home. With no accountability. With no accountability. It yeah. has to be so that the pastor yes. or the priest or the pregnancy yes. center is uh, exactly. kind of minding the stores, seeing exactly. what's going on. Okay. So that's rule uh, number so one. Blessing and permission. Right. And then number two is get trained. And we've got several different ways that we train people. We so can, how do you train them? Uh, well, we we can either come to your place and train, and we do an all-day training. That's In one person, of our favorite yeah. things that we do because we have so much fun on our trainings, and they're usually like 9 to 3 or something like that. Or we have training videos that are streaming that they can have access to for just $65. 
or we uh, once a quarter since COVID, the COVID forced us to develop Zoom. this online yes. training. Yeah. <laughs> and we kept saying, we need to get to an online training. But then the, immediately we were like, okay, now we need to yeah. do it. So now once a quarter, we offer an online training for $30. That's and amazing. it's like, you can just register online and on our website and be in the next training, which is April 23rd oh, uh, wow. of, of uh, 2022. So uh, we, uh, so the second one is to get trained. Mm-hmm. And, and and we've made that very easy. And then the third is just to offer classes and advertise consistently. Right. And one thing that we do that I, I feel like is just so wonderful and we have so much fun with is we have a strong network of chapters. And so we you don't just hear from us and we train you and you never hear from us again. We, ah. we stay in touch with you. We have staff members over every state in America where we have chapters and we want to pray for you and answer questions and help you. Yeah. Like kind of keep in touch. Tell us what's going on. So it's a strong support system for you. So you're not just on the side. And all that is on your website, Mm saveone.org. Yes. Yes. Signing up and all that. Okay. Yes. That that's amazing. So now about how many saved ones are just here in the United States, would you say? How many churches and pregnancies uh, are doing just, it? Uh, we're in 35 states. Well, actually 37, 37 now. Yeah, um, oh, 37. We just got two new states this week. This week. <laughs> um, we're in 37 states. Yeah. And I think it's around 230 I, chapters here in America. Yeah, I think it's a little more than that now, but it's it's just hard because it's a yeah. changing yeah. number. Yeah, there's so. about 340 chapters in 27 nations around the world. That's amazing. Yeah. It's been amazing. Here. No, oh, of course not. not. Well, you know, people say that to me all the time about, oh, well, you know, if Roe v. Wade's overturned and this and that and that, yeah. I said, listen, brothers and sisters, <laughs> <laughs> this is like the casualties of the war. Yes. You know, this yes. will go on for decades, all the healing yes. and the trauma that has to be, you know, exactly. done. And it, it's still a mission field that has to be conquered exactly. because there's so many out there. Just here in America alone, over 60 million babies have been oh, yeah. killed. Yeah. Well, that's, 60 million women, 60 million men. Well, that they haven't all gone through mm-hmm. healing. So exactly. we know. That's right. Yeah. I think it's one of our largest untapped mission fields we have yeah. in America. It is. It, it's sad that we have such a deep mission yes. field for so many abortions. Yep. But yes. But people should know there's no such thing as we said. It's not the unforgivable sin. Jesus' right. mercy is yes. here. And just like I know your face, you're like all happy now. I've seen it both from Bible studies I've helped with, from Rachel's opinion, they, when they first start, they're all kind of nervous, right? Mm-hmm. And, and yes. apprehensive. But the joy on their faces and the, the burden that's been lifted oh. Oh. when they, at the end of it, yeah. it's like life-changing. There's right? nothing like getting to witness that. Right. Sitting in a class like this with you, you know, right. and, and uh, I mean, you may be the one who is broken and you come in and you're just crying. And sometimes you can't even say the word abortion. But after five or six weeks, you're you're coming in and your countenance has changed. And right. sitting in this seat, in the leader's seat, it's like you're, it is such an honor to, yeah. to witness this. Yeah. And be. we always call it we're on the front row of God's miracles. <laughs> Because it's not anything magical we're doing no, in those no. classes. No, it's it, just God's it, word. It's God's word. Yes. It's the Holy Spirit working through you too. And, and 
it just happens. And through I've our seen, leaders. That's right. They're, they're just incredible. Right. It's awesome. Well, thank you for joining me. This is an awesome it. discussion. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you. I wish you all the blessings. Thank for, you so I, much. I, I hope that doubles and triples the number of yes. same ones. Yes, right? we received yes. that. <laughs> Absolutely. Lord, hear that prayer. <laughs> yes. Well, brothers thank and you. sisters, thank you for joining us too. And I think the Lord might be calling you. Go talk to your pastor, your priest, or the pregnancy center. Ask them about Save One. Maybe they don't know. That's your homework assignment. Go to saveone.org. See if you can get a chapter started right in your own town. Well, thank you for joining me on Just Ask Janet. And remember, the healing is so desperately needed out there. And it's only maybe you that can bring that healing to a family member or a friend. So that's what we're charging you. The Lord is calling you to get involved. So please go to saveone.org and get involved today. Thank you for joining me on Just Ask Janet. Until next time, God bless you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.